0: Welcome to Bamber Bridge Methodist Church and Community Centre. It's good to see you all this morning. Thank you. (laughs) All a little bit cooler than last week, isn't it? Um, We've got some fresh weekly notices, so if you haven't picked one of those up as you came in, they're on the table, do take those home, read them, inwardly digest them, and uh, that's that. Um, There's no extra notices that I know of. Leading our worship this morning is our own, well I say our own, we share her, <laughs> our circuit Children and Families Worker, Was that your official title? Yeah, Children and Families Sure, Yeah, there we are. Nikki Gleason, she's coming to the end of her contract, so all sorts of things going on for Nikki and new beginnings and there's a sort of an end term feeling literally isn't there with the schools and everything. So a lot of change going on and we can pray about those things before and during the service and remember them during the week. Um, But I'll just open this worship in prayer now. Um, Let us pray. For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness has shined in our hearts. Don't you know that everyone you meet during the day should see in you something of God's love? Father, help us to be shining lights for you. It's not always easy to know how to be you to those who we meet. Give us wisdom and love for all those we meet. Help us to help families and friends, those who you put on our life's path. Help us to be Your shining light, and help them to know Jesus as their loving Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Um, I'll just do.
1: Um, have I switched myself on? Yeah, we're good. Um, hello and welcome. Uh, to service today and there's more faces than I expected to see as it's Preston weekend which is a thing no, I still can't get my head around but apparently you all leave well not you clearly uh, but other people leave and I was also told there would be no young people again not true so uh, <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting uh, mixture of things this today uh, as Don, Don rightly pointed out um, it's it's uh, Tumultuous time for me. Uh, it's uh, I describe it as a washing machine of emotions. So, if you know when you wash your washing machine, there's things that kind of come to the front of the washing machine every now and then, but they're all in there and they're all churning away. That's sort of what I'm going on about. Please, God, I am not going to cry in the middle of the service. So, you know, we're doing a bit of that right now. Um, Because uh, as the person that's supposed to speak, not being able to speak is a bit of an issue, isn't it? Um, So yous need to get on that. Be having a bit of a pray. Don't let her lose her voice in the midst of everything. So I'd appreciate that. But well done, everyone, for making it here today to join in celebration of who we are in Christ together. And as individuals. We shine brightly with the love of Christ in our hearts. Our week has passed. It's gone. There's nothing we can do about it now, so let it go. We're here now, in the presence of God and one another, to love and worship and praise his name. Amen. We're going to sing, all I once held dear, built my life upon. So we've got uh, music. Stand, sit, jig about if you're into it. Um, However you get down in the praise, do it.
2: First of all, is there anything particular this week that anybody's got to give thanks for? Yeah. Sorry? Oh, that's brilliant. Well done. That's wonderful. Thank, praise to God for that. Getting through another week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think a lot of us can feel that, can't we? Things that we've been going through. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, God, for, for Nikki and all of, yeah. Anything else? For family, for family. So we bring our thanks and our praise to God. Let's pray. <laughs> knowing you, Jesus, knowing you, it's the greatest thing. You're my all. You're the best. You're my joy, my righteousness. Father God, we we come to you this morning with our praise and our worship and our thanks. We're gathered here with these people in this place to worship you. To say that we love you. To say that you are our all. You're our everything. Father, as we come with our, our thanks, we've got special things that we want to thank you for. And some have been named out loud. Some we say in our hearts. And we want to give you the thanks, you the glory, you the honour for all the good things in our lives. Heavenly Father, you are supreme you are the one who made us you are the one who sustains us you're the one who comforts us and gives us the strength in the times that we know we find difficult so father as we come to worship you this morning we acknowledge that you are our all and our everything we thank you and praise you most of all for Jesus. We know that as we go through our lives, there are things that we we don't do right. There are things that we leave undone, the things that we say that hurt other people, whether it's intentionally or not. There are the things that we We wish we'd done, we wish we'd said, and think afterwards, no, I should have done that, I should have said that. Deep down in our hearts, Lord, we come to you asking for forgiveness. Father, as you sent your son Jesus to the cross, Because you loved us so much. Because you think we're amazing. We thank you and praise you that Jesus died on that cross for us. For each one of us. For me. For you. So Lord, as we go through this service... We ask that you will bless each one of us, but not just to make us feel good, Lord, not just a blessing just for us, but a blessing that will spread out and help us to be a blessing to all that we meet. We pray these things in the name and through the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to sing again. We're going to sing, As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you.
1: This is a small portion of, that represents the gifts that we give into the life of Christ and the kingdom of God. May all of it be blessed and put to his use. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> the lovely Sandra is going to read for us now.
3: Come on.
4: first reading this morning is from Luke it's chapter 12 verses 13 through to 21 the parable of the rich fool someone in the crowd said to him teacher tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me and Jesus replied man who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you Then he said to them, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And then I'll store all my grain and all my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things, laid up there for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself. But is not rich towards God. Oh me cry Shut up
1: This is not helping with the not crying thing. <sighs> okay. <sighs> right so here's the lesson we've just read it. You've heard it before and I know you're clever people and have your own opinions. So what do you make it of? What's it telling you? It's not a rhetorical question, I actually want feedback. Money is not the most important thing. Good. Yep. Share everything we've got. Share everything we got. Did I say that right? Yep. Real. Anything else?
0: Yep. It shows people can uh, store up things for themselves. Say that again. It shows that people can store up things for themselves.
1: It shows people can store up things for themselves. Yep. Good. It talks about greed quite a bit, Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, to be, it, that's the latter half of the lesson is to be kind. Anything else? They're relying on things, <laughs> relying on things instead of God. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Any other Bible-y bits that popped into your head while you're reading this going, oh, that sounds like that, or that sounds like this picture? Have I gone too far?
5: <laughs> yeah
1: it's the case right so Zacchaeus was a greedy little man and then he met jesus and he gave away all that he can yeah cool so he had an encounter with christ and it changed him yeah
4: I See think, the it, comes
1: yeah. yeah, that's the one, yeah. then that's the prodigal son, which like Leslie said as well. So you weren't on your own, Leslie was in the same place as you, she was like, oh, that was some, so that's good, brilliant, okay, I thought of uh, the one where, you know, the sparrow, um, where it's like, uh, why do we worry about what our daily things are when the sparrow doesn't, and yet it has some food and it has a place to rest? And if God loves it, how much more does he love us? So there, right? So there's those things. Now, in our daily life, we hear about things, about people. We are conditioned in our culture to store up. It's what we've been told to do, haven't we? Okay. And if you come from different cultures, you're being told to store up in different ways. Um, just because you're in the room, it reminded me of Indian people. My dad works with loads of Indian people, and they all have gold. Because banks close, and your money disappears. But if you've got your gold, you've got your gold. So that's one way of thinking, right? Um, because they don't trust it, and, and rightly so, because they've been robbed in the past. So I you know, fully, fully get behind that thinking. But the point being, right, that we are culturally in tune with looking after our own and ourselves, okay? We have been designed in our culture to do that. This is radically different talk that's saying, throw it all off into the abandonment of the, the world, right? So this what our internal conflict begins then, which is right. What do I do? What do I do? Most of you have a bank account. Most of you have had, or have gotten past having a mortgage on a house. So you now either are nearly finished owning a house, or in the pro- in the process of owning a house, or own a house. For instance, potentially. I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but looking at the demographic, probably. Okay, so. <clears throat> Sorry about that, but it's true. Uh, so, right, we're looking at that. Uh, so you've done storing up, haven't you? There's a storing up that you've done. Do we begrudge ourselves the storing up that we've done? Or was it necessary for us to live in the world that we live in? So that's where the balancing act begins, okay? But we also live in a culture that blames other people for our lack of, And our want. Okay? So we're justified in stockpiling because of other people. Do you see what I mean? We've been given a narrative to justify our own greed. Because there is a time when we go beyond necessity into want. I want to have four holidays. Do I actually need them? Just saying. Just saying. Um, I want... (laughs) just to be ridiculous, a helicopter, but do I actually need one? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want an electric car, but do I actually need one? Do you know what I mean? So these things, these things that we need to weigh up in our own minds. And, we ha- and it's about actually thinking about it and being honest with the self that's in here that has the greedy bit. Because you know, you always want the slightly bigger piece of cake. <laughs> let's be honest, (laughs) you know what I mean, when we're sharing it out, we're like, uh, would you like some cake, Uh, there's, have this be, (laughs) if you've ever done that, check yourself, all right, so, and God's saying, relax, chill out about that stuff,
3: I have it, I will provide for you,
1: you have the skills and abilities I've given you, arms and legs and heads and think, Go ahead and do your thing. I'm with you in it. If you carry yourself with dignity, integrity and respect for others, you will live abundantly. If you live in gratitude and thanksgiving and generosity, my love will be abundant in you and you will be highly blessed. He says that over and over and over again because you're coming from a place of abundant love. That's Christ in you. When we work from want and lack, we work from selfish, earthly, fabricated things that aren't even real and grow no satisfaction. There is no joy in the abundance of possessions. Ask anybody that's rich. You hear it all the time in the stories on the television. I worked really hard and I got all this stuff and still nothing. Okay, they get it all the time in that. Cool enough said check your own hearts you're in charge of them god will lead you and guide you you can tune in or tune out that's the beauty of being a christian and having self-will but he's saying if you give over to me you will live abundantly in me it's a knife edge ladies and gentlemen it's whether or not you want to step off it it's up to you okay let's just have a moment of prayer Dear Lord, it's big stuff that we've been digesting and processing and being exposed to. Being exposed to that self that is greedy and wants to self-preservate over those around us. Grant us the humility to recognise that we are your children, abundantly blessed deeply loved and the delight of your eye and there is absolutely nothing we can do to win or lose that let us hold that tightly amen okay uh sue so tolman is going to read our second reading for us
2: Ooh, two. <laughs> it's exciting <laughs> oh look your glasses
3: Second reading is taken from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 11. Rules for Holy Living. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires gr- and greed, which are idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices. And have put on the new, one, new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarians, scytherins, schi- <laughs> slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Amen.
1: Thank you. Bless you. Thanks. I don't know how to say that word either. Silly tune into a... Whatever. It doesn't matter anyway. The point is, they're not here. <laughs> so uh, okay. Um. Right. So. Our previous verse was about putting aside our greed. But this versus, these verses gave us uh, quite a list, really, of things. So greed in what we want, but there's also other greed. True. Oh, thanks, Luke. Are you getting it? There we go. Yeah, well, I can't see that far. Uh, sexual immorality, immature, im. P- impurity lust evil desires greed and greed these are idolatry what does idolatry mean anybody in the room got an idea worship. say again
2: worship.
1: worship yeah yeah so it's something other than god isn't it that it's an idol so it's uh, yeah a thing that we put our focus and attention on um that takes us away from god i think that's an important thing to know um Yeah, don't set your heart on earthly things. It's kind of, I don't know, I find that one a bit of an oxymoron. I don't know about you, but earthly things is where we are, isn't it? We're all here. This is the kingdom of God. We're all part of that. So what does it mean to not set your heart on earthly things? When we think about the greed in our world, we are talking about amassing wealth. There are people in this world that have billions of pounds or monies uh, for themselves, you know, don't um, recognise that they own billions of pounds. And those billions of pounds are actually meant to be shared out around the world. But because they don't have uh, a morality or an ethical system that says, actually, I need to be a bit philanthropic, philant- that word, Um, philanthropic, Philanthropic.
5: Philanthropic.
1: Um, I do know things, I just can't say them, Uh, so though, yeah, why am I not living that way, it's because nobody's actually asking them or having an expectation of that's what you should be doing, Um, and so they now are like, well, what are we going to do, this world is crumbling around us, it's falling apart, what are we going to do, I know. Let's get in a little rocket and go to another planet. Are you actually joking me? Um, And that's how they've worked out what to do next with the state of the world that we're in. Not let's actually address the fact that we're the ones raping the world of all its resources, robbing it of everything that it needs in order to be able to carry on. We are not doing the stewarding that we need to do in order to nurture the world in which we live. We are not taking care of our own back garden, essentially. So earthly things, what does that mean then? What does that mean? Put away those idols that set us apart from God see the world through God's eyes and then we can begin to understand that but how do we even see ourselves in God's eyes that's the really important part now because I now have children in the room I was going to read this up here but I'm going to read it down there you can listen because I'm on the mic don't feel you have to turn around but obviously if you want to have a nosy you're more than welcome but if you're in that like physical thing where you can't move around, just chill out and listen. It'll be grand. it be like listening to an audio book that stutters. Right. Hi, guys. So I was up here telling these people some stories, and I could see that you weren't really paying attention, so I thought I'd come down and have a chat with you. And I brought a storybook, and it basically tells the story of what I'm telling these people. Right? But it makes it interesting for you guys. So, and it's one of my favorite storybooks. So, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to read it to you. Is that all right? Yeah? Okay. So, the Wemmicks were small wooden people carved by the woodcutter, Eli. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, some had huge eyes, some were tall and some were short. Each Wemmick had a box of gold stars and grey dots. The wooden people went around sticking dots and stars on one another. The pretty ones got stars. And the Wemmicks with rough wood and chip paint, well, they got dots. The talented ones got stars too. So some could jump over tall boxes and sing pretty songs. And others thought, I could do do little, so they got grey dots. Punchinello, he was one of those. He tried to jump high like the others, but he fell down. So the Wemmicks gave him dots. When he tried to explain why he had fallen, he would say something silly and his words wouldn't come out right. So the Wemmicks would give him even more grey dots. I deserve lots of dots, he, he said. And after a while, he really started to believe that he should have lots of dots and he wasn't a good Wemix. So he started to stay inside most of the time. And when he did go outside, he would hang around with other Wemmicks who had lots of dots because they made him feel better. One day, he met a different Wemmick and her name was Lucia. She had no dots Whoa. and no stars. So they gave her stars, but they fell off. The others gave her dots, but they fell off too. Punchinello thought, that's the way I want to be. So he went up to Lucia and he asked her how she did it. Easy, she said. Every day I go to see Eli, the woodcutter. Why? Why? said Punchinello. You'll find out if you go and see him, said Lucia, and she turned and skipped away. At night, Punchinello sat by himself and he thought, but will he want to see me? It's not... um, he looked out the window of his bedroom and he saw the Wemmick people putting dots and stars in one another. He said, it's not right, he mumbled to himself and he decided, I am going to see Eli. Punchinello walked up the narrow path and stepped into Eli's shop. His eyes grew big as he saw the tall ste- stool and the bench he saw. He had to get up on his tippy toes just to see. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here. But just then he heard his name. Punchinello, said a deep, strong voice. How good to see you. Come, let me have a look at you. Punchinello looked at him. You know my name? Of course, I made you. Eli picked him up and put him onto the bench. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. Punchinello, I don't care what other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, you shouldn't either. What they think doesn't matter. All that matters is what I think. And I think you are very special. (laughs) <laughs> me? Special? Why? I'm not very talented and my paint peel is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come. Explained Eli. I came because Lucia. Um, I saw. I met Lucia. Why didn't the stickers stay on her? He spoke softly. Because she's decided that what I think is more important than what other people think, and the stickers only stick <coughs> if you let them. What? Said Punchinello, the stickers only stick if you let them. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. Punchinello oh, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> Eli smiled. You will, but it will take time. For now, come see me every day. And let me remind you how much I care. Punchinello, or sorry, Eli lifted Punchinello on the ground. Remember, said Eli, as Punchinello was leaving, you are special because I made you. And I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a
2: dot fell to the ground.
1: If you can begin to live like Punchinello, being with stars or having dots stops mattering. And you can live in fullness of Christ. Go to Eli every day. Every day. Not sometimes. Not once a week. Every day. And then begin to see a change in yourself. Just like Punchinello did. That weird thought that we have in our head about ourselves might actually get to slip off. That may have been put there by somebody else. That's what we've been talking about today. Let go of what the world wants. The standards of the earth and live as Christ lives. Amen. Just take a moment, let's be quiet. Lord God and Heavenly Father, we came in today with whatever was going on in our hearts and minds. Complaints, regrets, disappointments, unmet expectations, desires. Concerns and worries about other things. Lord, we came in with all of that heavy on our hearts. And I pray that those who have had ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth of your love through what we've experienced here today, so that those worries, cares, and concerns can be let down and left at the foot of your cross. Help us to find our way into the woodcarver's shop and spend time daily in the presence of yourself so that we can know ourselves more, and truly shine as Christ lives in us. Amen. Let's now pray for those uh, in and around us, our prayers of intercession. Is there anything, I didn't get a prayer book up, so I don't know, is there anything that anybody particularly wants prayer for? Martin's foot healing is a good thing. Is there anything else though? Not everybody at once. Okay. Ukraine. That's what you both are going to say. Yeah. Okay. Ukraine. Righto. I'm going to assume you're going to pray <laughs> and that's whatever your things are. You're going to pray for them. I'll leave you a little time of silence so we can do that um, as we crack on. All right. So let's pray for the world that we live in and the colossal mess that it's in and all the good things about it as well. So let's pray. Lord, we look at the world that we're in and we see and hear all these things, catastrophe after catastrophe, crisis after crisis, fires, uh, ecological damage, seas being ravaged, uh, forests ablaze, people being displaced, all these horrible, horrible things that makes potentially us despair against humanity Help us to remember that we, each and every one of us that draws breath, is made in your image and is a child in your eyes. Help us to cherish and bless um, those around us in the world. Help us to see the humanity of those in conflicting areas. It's easy to have compassion for those in the Ukraine. It's less easy, potentially, to have the same level of concern for the Russian people. But they are children of Christ too. Help us find compassion for them. We thank you for the trade deal on the grain and we hope that this won't result in mass starvation and hunger across the world. We pray for all the ecological issues that we're having that also affect uh, supply of food and um, transport even around the world. Lord, we just really pray for all of those things that it would be made as easy as possible. We pray for our own country. For the switch in leadership. That's all I can say. We pray for our future leaders to be men and women of service to the community, to be men and women who want desperately to see our country flourish, to see our men, women, and children blossom. We need people of integrity. We need people of honour. And we need people with a true servant heart of community. Raise them up, Lord, and change the system that we have currently. We pray for systems that are struggling and collapsing, like the NHS, like our churches, like schools. Various different means are falling apart around us uh, because it's time for change. Help us to be brave enough to look for new avenues of growth, ones that are open and inclusive and celebrate free thinking. Sorry, I need to stop moving around. Let's pray for a world that benefits everyone. Amen. Sorry, I don't know where to stand. And let us pray for our local community. Okay. Let's pray for our local community, for our school next door, for our neighbours, for all the new development that's taken place around Preston. For all the lives that live in all those houses that we go past. All those stories that we haven't yet heard. Lord, we just grant a sense of your presence with each one. Help them to know you a little bit more, even if they don't have a name for you just yet. Help us to interact with each one of them as if we were interacting with you yourself. If we could treat people that way, how different would our world actually be? And for the life of Bamber Bridge Church and the witness it has in the community, dear Lord, we just pray that your glory shine, your praise be seen. In all this, we give you praise and glory. Amen.
2: <laughs> uh, let's pray or
1: let's sing sorry let's sing um be down my vision O lord of my heart um and again stand sing jig it's good irish chill get your beat on um but let's just pray it out to god in the time that we have Some jig on. It was nice. It's good to see. Uh, So, I'm doing it again. I'm going to stand still and hope that this works out. (laughs) All right. That didn't work. Shall I move forward or back? Does that help at all? Back. Help. Just stop here. Okay. Anyway, if has to, I just go whatever. Is that better? Well, hey. All right, cool. So, just so you know, because I believe some of you know, some of you don't know whatever, just the the grapevine is not as effective as it usually is um, in passing around people's information. So here's the thing. Um, I'm leaving. Oh, boo-hoo. Um, but I'm also going on to do some pretty cool stuff, which I'm really excited about. So I'm going to be an assistant chaplain in Wigan Hospital, Writington Hospital, and Lee part time. So that's going to be interesting. Um, with 700, 700 beds to visit in a week. So, yeah. 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 But I only need to work three of those days, so that's only 300. <laughs> no better, yeah so so total change of pace and going in a different direction but a different direction from children's youth and families work however still uh, the direction that Christ is leading me in and steps that I'm following this is part of the journey that I'm on and the direction that Christ wants to take me in so I am quite happy to go there but I am definitely stepping off the edge here, people. I can tell you that with hand on heart. I don't like hospitals. <laughs> um, so so um, it comes with its challenges, eh? Um, but, you know, when you set yourself a goal of I will pass through any door that opens, well, here I am. And the other very exciting yet Highly trepidatious thing that I'm doing, which I definitely believe is a call on the Lord from the Lord on me, is to be a foster parent to at least two 14-year-old humans. Yeah, because I don't want to be a parent, so this is gonna be really interesting. Um but I love teenagers and I really love working with them and actually really like working with the hard cases. So um there's lots of pluses there. But that's what I'm going to be doing in the not too distant future. So not seeing me is not because I have a grudge or I have a problem with anybody around. It's because I'm extremely busy or replanting my life um, and trying to find out how my week works, let alone anything else. Okay, So don't take it personal. It isn't. Um, if you don't see me for a little while, that's what's going on. Um, and yeah, it's probably going to take both hands and feet, and um, probably my head as well. Okay, so so there you go, right? Uh, so one door closes, and many doors open on the other side of it. And it's whether or not you're willing to take those steps. Whoops, I started to walk away. Um, it's whether or not you want to take those steps. That is true for you too. Okay? Until our final breath, we are in service for God. We are lamps for God. We are ways for God to shine brightly in the world. How is down to you and him or her or them, however you want to float that bow, okay? So the question is, how do you serve Christ in your life? How do you shine Christ in the world around you? And what else can you do? Because we're not done yet, and we're probably not doing all we can. All right? That's on you with God. I'll leave you with that one. But friends, go forward. Bless mightily the worlds that you walk in. Shine brightly the, the love of Christ in your heart. Now we don't have masks. A smile is priceless. gives joy to so many people around you. smiles are infectious don't be afraid to pass them around so go shine brightly for the love of Christ and like the song that we're about to sing or see you don't have to sing it but just listen to it it's really powerful because it says about walking through oceans having a faith that has no boundary there's no us and them we are all children of Christ have a faith that is abundant and walk on water. Amen.
2: Before, before we listen to that, as a church, I, I think we should just pray for Nikki as she, as she moves uh, to a new, new situation. Father God, we thank you for Nikki. Thank you that she is a child of you, that she knows it, she knows it deep in her heart, that she is loved and blessed by you. And we thank you for all the work that she's done here in Bamber Bridge and in the other places that she's been in, in our circuit. Thank you for all the lives she's touched, all the children who've really got to know her and got to love her, and all the parents and people that are attached to those children that have, have really been blessed by who she is and what she does. Father, we thank you for her and all her life, and we pray that as she moves into a new situation the scary situation that she's going to that you will strengthen her that you'll be her comfort her guide her her everything Lord as she moves into that situation we pray for the people that will meet her that they'll know that they are meeting with with you through Nikki and as she Moves into the fostering, Lord, that those young lives will be touched by you through her. So bless Nikki, Lord. Help her to keep her her focus, knowing that you are her everything and that she's doing the right thing for you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen.
5: Paul oh. of my shit.